Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello, and welcome to Too Old for TikTok. We have some great July trends for everyone. Catalina, first off, how are you? I'm doing well. I have a bug bite on my arm. The bugs are out and about this season. The bugs are bugging. But otherwise, I'm doing well. This past weekend, I went to Cedar Point Amusement Park. I'm so jealous of that. And I rode so many roller coasters that I lost my voice. So it's like, it's just coming back now. In fact, like, I think this is the best I sounded all day. You sound great. It's good we didn't record yesterday because I would have been, like, giving, like, I would have been serving pack-a-day smoker for 35 years. (laughs) Wow, from the coasters. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. means you had a good time. Yes, and there's just so many roller coasters there. So you would, I just, I texted you while I was there because I was like, you would would live for this place. I would. And I live for the TikTok videos of people passing out on rides. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of that happens at, on like the Cedar Point rides. So. I didn't Did see... you pass out on any? No, I didn't. Okay, um, that's good. But I did lose my voice and my jaw hurts. <laughs> From screaming. From oh, screaming wow. at the top of my lungs. And it's just because it's like so many different roller coasters. I feel like when you're at a normal amusement park, there's maybe a more limited number. I don't know. I don't remember the last time I've been to an amusement park. So maybe there's a more limited number of roller coasters generally, but I feel like the sheer amount of rides I went on and screamed on is why I lost my voice. Yeah, and you're a person who likes to have a good time, and I think that translates into a person who screams on roller coasters. Oh, no, I was screaming because I was fearing for my life. Oh, see, I, I the more I scream, the more fun I have. Well, I actually did do that at one point where I was on a roller coaster, and as soon as I went from screaming like, help me god please to screaming like woo 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 -woo. i felt like i was having a better time so i was like i just need to change my type of scream from like bloody murder to just like excited having fun a little more ladylike but you can't really control it when you're like when you're actually your body is like shocked and you're like ah yeah Uh, that when i went bungee jumping i was screaming but also like holding my breath at the same time so i popped Mm -hmm. A lot of blood vessels in my face. So when, when I like when I like walked out, everyone's like, "What happens? Like, why is your face like it was like blotchy red? It looked disgusting. It looked like I had a disease, but I just popped a bunch of blood vessels." Have you ever done the one where it's like two people and they like slingshot you? Alina and I did that in Australia. Of course, I you could. I mean, you could pay me to do it, but I would never. <laughs> elect to do that in my entire life i that that does not sound fun to me you know like that, that is where good. i draw the line what not at the submersible i was gonna say would you rather be slingshot let's get into our july trends we have a lot of food trends this week which i really enjoy i always love our food section which we'll get to um oh. but the first thing we need to talk about is the Grimace trend, which, which at this point has it's come old and news. gone. Old, old news. news. But can I tell you how depressed I am that I did not get Grimace's birthday thing from McDonald's? Like well, I didn't get the shake to... or the meal. I'm just really upset. Explain what the Grimace trend is, Dina. I will, but I'm just, <laughs> I just will never forgive myself. It's really one of the regrets I'll take with me to my deathbed. If someone Is it says, over? Like, was it only It's over. It was only in the birthday month of June, and it's July. Oh. And June came and went. Okay, so explain the Grimace trend. Okay, Grimace is a character in the McDonald's <laughs> You don't need to explain who Grimace is. <laughs> a purple character, <laughs> and... So McDonald's had this whole thing. They were going to celebrate Grimace's birthday, and they did a Grimace shake, which was like a purple shake. People came to TikTok and would make horror films about drinking the shake. They would say, Mm -hmm. happy birthday, Grimace, and drink the shake, and then end up like in a ditch with like this purple Mm -hmm. drink next Mm -hmm. to them. There was the first video I saw was a girl just pouring hundreds of Grimace shakes upon herself like a crazy person. I love this because who started this? I have no idea, but it made Grimace so popular. Well, also it was one of these things where then it was kind of like with the fruit roll-up trend where, Mm -hmm. no, I'm sorry. Yeah, fruit, wait, roll-up or fruit by the foot? 
Fruit roll up. Fruit roll up. Yeah. I always confuse the two. Of them. You do. But yes. Um, where it was like. <laughs> just remembering so sorry. our conversation about. Disgusting. Fruit by the foot and. Okay. Penises. So. Okay. <laughs> yep. We got it. So the fruit roll up trend started without the company. And then the company went and started engaging with the trend on yes. TikTok. And that's similar to what happened with McDonald's and the Grimace Shake, where the Grimace Shake trend happened. And then McDonald's was like okay, well, we didn't see this coming, but we're going to ride this wave, you know? And so they started participating. Yeah. And these TikTok videos all really brought something, even though it was the same idea. Mm -hmm. Everyone had their own little spin. You would see a grandma do it. You would see a child do it. And it's just such a dark sensibility. Um, And I don't normally love the horror genre, Mm -hmm. but this had such a comedy bent. And I do love McDonald's. And like I said, if I'm on my deathbed and someone asks me what one of my regrets is, it's going to be not getting that damn Grimace shake. That, you know, that's a fine regret to have, I think. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I'm really sorry you didn't get the Grimace shake. I feel like maybe someday it'll come back or they'll do like a hamburger yeah. shake. Yeah, I'm going to jump on that if the Hamburglar shake comes to fruition. I had no desire. And also, this didn't come across my For You page. I only found out about it, like, through others. Yeah, Ivan sent me a ton of them. And then I posted a bunch on our Instagram. That was just a whole slew of them. Yes. Okay, what else? What other trends? So, this is going to take a sad turn. Because this People headline came across my instagram and it the headline is four people die after attempting tiktok boat challenge in the viral stunt people are filmed jumping and flipping off of speeding boats into the water and it's sometimes set to the popular oh no tiktok sound effect like them jumping off the boat yeah so it's that song oh no oh no oh yeah 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 and yeah. so the boat is moving. So I'm no, you know, f- physics person. Physicist. Yeah. But I know <laughs> that when you're speeding on water and you jump in, it's like hitting cement. Right. And so whoever thought this was a good idea and like this is just one of those real, you know, TikTok trends I mean, that have this gone is- wrong. This is one of those like Tide Pod challenge. Yes, I was thinking you that know, too. It's but just this, like- yeah. They go wrong, and then tick, and it's whatever like viral challenge. What what else was there? The cinnamon challenge. Yeah. The saltine cracker challenge. What was the saltine cracker challenge? Maybe when you like eat. Well, I guess that didn't kill people. It just makes your mouth very dry. You could probably choke. There was the tampons and vodka, but none of this was TikTok. All this, I feel like the tampons and vodka was like it was definitely internet, but it was like YouTube. Or, right. There's always some sort of like sensationalism surrounding a trend. So I think that, yes, it's terrible, but it, I'm not very surprised by it. It's just like yeah. the latest, like, beware, parents, kids mm-hmm. are eating Tide Pods. Or beware, parents, kids are sticking a vodka soaked tampon up their machine. Butt or their butt. I think it was it butt? It could never, be either hole, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. So I'm not surprised that there's something right. happening on it's, TikTok that people are getting hurt because it's, it's a the latest iteration. Yes. Uh, but uh, this is something that I would not do because. Jump yeah, off I of could, a boat? No, a moving boat. Because mm. yeah. again, I don't know the physics. There's probably a certain speed at which it's going and a certain like way the water's moving where it's mm-hmm. just you. It's like jumping into cement. Yeah, I mean, um, this it's is sort horrible. Of, it's sort of like what's that show, Jackass? But I don't even think they would have done this on Jackass because of the danger. But it's sort of like you know, I'm thinking of you know the new Mission Impossible is coming out. This is something mm-hmm. like a stunt that Tom Cruise would do, mm-hmm. but it would be a stunt. Yes. Well, I'm sorry about that. Should we do a very awkward transition into something not sad? Yes, bring us bring us to the next topic. Okay, so the next topic is a less harmful trend known as Rat Girl Summer. And Rat Girl Summer is just people, it's like you're living your most unhinged, 
sort of wild, trash-grubbing human life. You're bruised, you're eating pizza that might have fallen on the sidewalk, you're chugging vodka out of a water bottle. I mean, I feel like Rackle all summer is just like being in us college. In college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just explained us in college. Uh, um, but so that's have, and then so people are doing like Rack Girl Summer starter packs, right? Where it's just like different like outfits and you're being feral, right? It's a feral summer. Right. And then there's also bunny summer and grown up rat girl summer and like all different animal summers. Right. And the creator at Umgabi, uh, she went through all these different kind all they're all animals. I think if I had to choose one, I'd like I would be like the sloth girl summer. Yeah. That seems like the most fun. Just real chill, maybe lying on the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just uh, it's feel. I, I don't know. I, I'd want to be a sloth, maybe. What kind of summer do you think you're having? Oh God, I well, it's very early in the summer. Is it? It's oh, actually, oh, it's already <laughs> July. I don't know. <laughs> We're kind of halfway in. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've been having a very big mix of things. I've been going out. I've also been relaxing. I've been. Working very hard, unfortunately. Yeah, it's do you a think mix you're of like, all the and things. Then, do you think you're an adult rat? There was one night I did go out, and I was an adult rat mm. because I was very ill the next day, mm. and mm. I behaved very ratty mm. um, one night. Well, but beyond that one night, no. Oh, there was also in July Fourth, I won Survivor Flip Cup. So that mm-hmm. that was pretty ratty. You know, I was living my best college life. Yeah. This also reminds me of a few, many years back at this point, two of my friends who are sisters started a thing with emojis oh where God, they were either poodling or yes. ratting. Oh, I miss that. So when you're ratting, it was basically rat girl summer, but right. emoji. And then poodle was the opposite when you're like... You know, you're being super classy, super elegant, whatever. So that was very prescient of them. They yes. predicted Rack Girl Summer. In our friend group, then, you brought it over. And we, I, I used poodle and ratting for such a long time. Mm-hmm. But now ratting is mainstream. Poodling, an example, is if you upgraded to you know, Comfort Plus. Yes, you would say poodling. I'm poodling. If you were in basic mm-hmm. economy, you'd be ratting. Ratting. That's ratting. Absolutely. Honestly, yeah. my life is ratting. I'm ratting no, life. No, you upgraded your last okay, life. You are poodling. One poodle moment in a rat <laughs> what a poodle life. <laughs> what kind of summer are you having? I'm having a finish my book summer where I wake um, up in the morning and I um, sit at my laptop for many hours writing an academic manuscript it's it's rat but it's a different rat it's book rat book war i'm Ooh, having book war you're summer. having book war oh that's cute i'm more i'm warming you're warming mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. i like that for you yes excellent excellent moving on to our section what our algorithm thinks we want to see Catalina sent me a video <laughs> of this pickpocketer that's going viral. It's not first, just all. Oh wait, it's not it's a pickpocketer. It is a woman who's screaming <laughs> in Italian, like, in Italian, calling out pickpocketers. And I watched it without sound the first time you sent it to me, and it's just—it's like very poorly filmed because she's trying to like sleuth out the pickpocketer mm. as she's screaming, but without sound. I'm like, what did you send me? But the sound is everything. I'm going to play it. Attenzione, forseggiatrici! Attenzione, pickpocket! Attenzione, forseggiatrici, pickpocket! I watched every single one of these videos. I went to the account and I watched every single one. Because basically, I think it's a woman who lives in Venice who just like, because it's the same people in all the videos. So she knows who the pickpocketers are. Also, you're saying, is it a woman? They have a very like, oh yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But so she will just like scream at the top of her lungs. And the people, it's so interesting too to see like the way pickpocketers are dressed generally as tourists in mm-hmm. order to like blend in. I, have you ever been pickpocketed? <gasps> Knock on wood, no. Have you? I 
happen two times. But oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. That's awful. <laughs> no, I haven't actually been pickpocketed. I <laughs> you just said two I, times. Well, and one then you t- took okay. it back. <laughs> one time for I mean, so pickpocketing, I it probably happens like in New York City, but I feel like Yeah, for sure. It's more rampant. Maybe it's just because in Europe, it's more also because Europe, we're yeah. tourists in Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and also I think there's more of a culture of just, like, leaving your stuff out in the United States and it not getting stolen. And in Europe, like... I would never leave not in New York City. alone. Not in New York yeah. City. <laughs> okay. But I would, I would leave things alone in, like, a cafe, probably, in Columbus, uh, Ohio, like, depending on where I was. And now everyone's going to come pickpock me. <laughs> pickpock? <laughs> That's not even pickpocketing. That's just, like... Robbing yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the one time was I was walking home at like five in the morning in Madrid mm. and they used to these people used to like sell sandwiches. They would like set up it was mostly like Chinese immigrants who would set up these like cardboard box stands where they would like sell like beers and sandwiches to like drunk, drunk. people. Yeah. And that's a, people still walk around selling them, but it's like a little less common to like see one of the like full on stands. And so I stopped at one of the stands. Oh, they would sell like candy bars too. It was amazing. So I stopped <laughs> at one of the stands, and I bought a sandwich. <laughs> Sometimes they would sell like fried rice. Anyway, I'm, I'm talking too much about these stands. <laughs> you love these stands. <laughs> they're great. They're great. Um, so because you couldn't you okay whatever. So I used to buy a sandwich. I, I bought a sandwich, and my sandal had broken. And this was when we used to have blackberries. So I was, I had sandwich in one hand, blackberry in the other, walking with a broken sandal. You were but ratting. I, I was clear. Har, I was hard ratting. <laughs> yes. I was the rattiest. But I wasn't very drunk because it was like, I don't know, it was like, I don't know why, but I wasn't very, you know, I was just like eating my sandwich. And some person ran up and pulled my phone out of my hand. But did I you? Cha- what'd you do? You I chased, chased them, which <gasps> you really shouldn't. You're do. not supposed to. What yeah. I did, and wow, they and you got it back. They threw it at me. <gasps> oh my god, that could be mm-hmm. dangerous too. If the phone, I know, could have hit me in the face. Wow. But um, yeah. So that's how I got my butt. So that was the one time that I've been like full on robbed, and wow. then there were like two other times. That, that's up to three now. Okay, but this wasn't actually robbed. This okay. was like I was walking in a subway one time in like a metro, like switching. It was always in Madrid. And another time I was walking like at a crosswalk. And it was this thing with these pickpocketing videos where it's like someone just like gets like weirdly close weird to close. you. Yeah. I was also <laughs> – now I'm just like remembering all the pickpocketing. This Jeez. wasn't me, but I was at a restaurant and this guy that my friend like – had met had his backpack next to him and these guys just they just like they always move in groups they come in a group and they're like they look like they're looking for a table yep and then yeah five seconds later you're like oh shit where's my bag yeah that happened to my friend in new york city at sugarfish the sushi place she had her bag stolen and then you could they played the tape and they saw saw the people. people do that yeah uh, my grandmother and mom instilled the fear of God in me about mm-hmm. they they would only let me buy things with zippers. The zippers had to be closed. Mm. It would go on the front of your being, never on the side, very close to you. Has your mother so, been pickpocketed? No, no, because they're so mm. vigilant. You know, they're mm-hmm. very vigilant about their belongings. It's a crime uh, so, of opportunity. Like when you're walking down the street eating a sandwich with your blackberry in your hand. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Fucking take it out of my hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? I'm ratting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, what I love about this audio is that there's a user named at TJ Wells 55, and he's like, great, this would be a great bop. Okay, hear me out. I can't make this, but maybe someone else can. I feel like we need a remix. It can be like, a drag remix maybe it can just be a club remix and that's how it starts it starts out with like i got one hand in my pocket 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 attention big pocket attention big pocket it just goes fucking hard in the motherfucking club so if someone can make that for me let me know and then of course tiktok follows through and at it's joven <laughs> creates oh what like is gonna be played at the clubs the clubs 
the clerbs. The pickpocketing anthem. Attenzione borseggiatrici! Attenzione Watch your stuff. Don't walk around with your phone in your hand. Also, this this audio is going viral. Uh, Username at Carbono underscore 14 used it. um, And the caption was the British Museum. And there's nothing British. So it's like (laughs) the British Museum was pickpocketed. Like, you know, you could use the audio for a lot. It's been fun. I feel like I didn't see those like riffs on it. Oh, I only I did, saw the original pickpocket video. Pick I think Why can't now, I say pickpocket? Pickpocket. <laughs> <laughs> I think now you're going to start seeing all of these other iterations of it if you're I'm like searching for it. Yeah. Uh, this is a good segue to our audio trend. And I haven't seen this on the actual TikTok app. I don't think I'm on this side of TikTok. But when I'm in, you know, driving with Ben, we put on TikTok radio mm-hmm. and... Miley Cyrus, the song Angels Like You, sped up, played on repeat. And she sounds like, it's a great song and I love Miley, but all these sped up versions, everyone just sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm. Some of them are good. Yeah, some of them are good. We've talked about a bunch of them before. We've talked about, like, the phenomenon about speeding it up because right, of uncompressing You need to, like, get to the, the chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can Getting we circle chipmunk. back to you listening to TikTok radio? Yeah. Is that, like, a fact-finding mission? Or you just, like, you you want to just, like, live and breathe the sounds of TikTok at all times? Well, there's a lot of popular music on TikTok radio. That's true. You are a lover of pop music. I am a lover of pop music. And Mm. it's also my job as a podcaster about TikTok. (laughs) I want to know what's going on. And it's nice. They have certain creators like introduce some songs like Davis Burleson, who we interviewed a couple of years Mm. ago. He introduces some songs. Tinks does. Mm. And I know the trends. Can I just tell you that you skipped over another one of my things the algorithm wants me to see in your eagerness to talk about Miley Cyrus? Oh, well, it, yes, please. I'm so sorry. It was an oversight. <laughs> but this no. is, I'm just going to preface it. This is old. Really? For me, it's old. But go on. Is it really? Yeah. Ugh, go on. I'm, well, now I'm embarrassed. Okay, well... Attention world. I'm late to the... I actually knew it was old because the girl who I'm like really into, um, who was who was the reason why I saw it. Oh, dang. How do I say her? Citadinon Distrati. That's a pickpocketer, you fool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just explain what this is. Oh, wait. What's her name? No, I need to give her credit. Hold on. Let me give you the have gal. it above Let at crisp.md. No, no, oh, no, the other no, one. The one no. you just said. Oh, me. it's IMA, who, like, I love her content. She's okay. really funny. And the trend is ASMR videos of bottles falling down the stairs. Someone, like, putting different bottles of different types of things in jars down the stairs. And to see if they gen- break or not. To see if they break or not. And so I watched, she reacts to them. And I think that, so. The ASMR videos might be old, but and I guess her reactions probably are old as well. The one you sent was from like May, but it's fine because I you sent it to me and I had seen I had saw that I already liked it. <laughs> you know, it's an old video. That's so sad. But it's okay. That's why TikTok is great. You know, what's old for me is new for you. Well, the other one that Chris P. MD did is yeah. well, because this is also for some reason one of the like niches that TikTok always serves me is like medical resident comedy (laughs) (laughs) i get a lot of that too and i'm just like what what energy am i putting out into the universe (laughs) but so it was jars falling down the stairs but it's like different medical specialties yeah it's such a good take on the trend every time it was red it was gynecology (laughs) yeah (laughs) a bunch of them 
I watch these videos and I get so upset by like someone's cleaning up these stairs every time something breaks because they're clean every time a new bottle rolls down. And that is hard. There's a lot of glass involved. I hate cleaning up glass. Oh, it's just terrible. Also, they're definitely like public stairs. You know, it's yeah. like an apartment building or something. Can you imagine if your neighbor was like <laughs> just rolling <laughs> bottles down the stairs to film a video? Oh, oh my god. Okay, sorry. I just really needed to talk about that because I loved it so much. Okay. Well, we're gonna move on to filters because there's filters, so many filters. There's so many. The first one is it's a video by at moose.cannon. There's no fucking way they came up with this filter, bro. There's no fucking way, bro. Yo, y'all wanna know where I'm at? I'm in fucking, bro, I'm in a fucking MTA, bro. There's no way. It looks like a beautiful tropical resort in Mexico. And then the big reveal is that he's actually in like a ratty subway station mm-hmm. in New York City. Mm-hmm. And that's, oh, and that is actually the perfect illustration of poodling versus ratting yes it all goes back to poodling versus ratting (laughs) yes um i actually think it was like european because you know how now and also this is like a very online thing is everyone's like everyone's in europe it's summer and everyone's in europe everyone's in europe whatever so i actually think it's supposed to be like i'm in europe like I'm in like mm. Ibiza. I'm like yeah. in the south of France. But really, I'm, I'm in Italy. But actually, sweating my balls off. I'm at like 125th Street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the aging filter has come up on my for you page a bunch, where it's supposed to show you what you look like as an old person. I haven't tried it, but I'm also like, tried not it. interested. Dina, oh. you have to try it. Why? It is. What do you look like? It's. You want me to text it to you? Yeah, it's like deeply upsetting. Maybe we'll take screenshots of ourselves in the aging filter and we'll post it on our Instagram. I think the problem with this filter is if you see someone else do it, you're like, yeah, I totally see it. But then if you see yourself. Oh, no, I don't want to do it. It's like, oh, no, I need to invest. I was yesterday and did it. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to put on my retinol cream tonight. (laughs) Wait. Gua sha. Okay. Also, the face you're making, I think, adds True. to the, the, the. But that's. But I, I was like, the first time I did it, because I did it multiple times. The first time mm-hmm. I did it, I was like, oh, um, I know this is like whatever. It's exaggerated. And then I was like getting all those videos that are like by dermatologists explaining like this is actually really realistic for all these reasons. Yeah. And I was like, great, great, great. yeah, great. <laughs> I don't want to look like this, but you know what? Whatever. The opposite of the aging filter is the Barbie filter. Where I have not done the Barbie filter. I haven't done the Barbie filter either. And some people, it makes it look really good. And others, it makes them look very bad. My favorite Barbie filter one is at Harker McNair, um, who says she's doing everything she can to look not cute in the Barbie filter. And no matter what she does, she, like, puts on masks. She tapes her nose, like, whatever. It's, like, <laughs> it's always cute yeah. until she finally has so much tape on her face that it looks outrageous. So that was my favorite Barbie filter one. And then there was also How Do I Delete One, who just, like, looked really, really bad they're like why do they turn me into a handsome asian man every time (laughs) (laughs) that's great all right maybe we'll post um our barbie filter and our aging filter oh fine i guess follow us on instagram tools for tiktok TikTok pod yeah great plug okay our content creator spotlight is username at corporate gossip pod Mm-hmm. I guess she has a podcast too. And she does great content about corporations and people. The first one, Catalina, you sent this to me was about Wendy Dang, who was Rupert Murdoch's ex. This is the crazy story of Wendy Dang, one of Rupert Murdoch's ex wives. Rupert Murdoch is the head of Fox News and the basis for Logan Roy in succession. We don't get too much about Logan Roy's love life, but if we did, this woman would have an entire season. It's fascinating. Yeah, because she didn't marry just Rupert Murdoch. She married yeah, like, she moves on. a bajillion different... She was, yeah. like, dating Putin. Yeah, yeah. 
you know what I also realized? This is like one of those things where corporate gossip like came across my page and then you keep getting served it in the algorithm. So I actually sent you forgetting about this person, like forgetting that it was the same person. I sent you two different videos because they had just been like served to me. Yeah, her next video you sent me was about the company Etsy. I recently saw a TikTok that talked about how Etsy is filled with AI-generated dropship junk. Did a little bit of research, and here is the corporate gossip behind the junkification of Etsy. Etsy is founded in 2005 by this guy, Rob Callen. As you can tell by this PR picture that looks like he's smiling for his captors, he's not your typical CEO. Callen had a unique vision for Etsy, inspired by the idea that handmade can be an act of resistance against capital. And a lot of people were excited about that vision and Etsy went public in 2015. The problem is, Wall Street isn't super keen on businesses whose vision is to disrupt capitalism and Etsy ends up becoming one of the worst IPOs of the year. Enter this corporate villain, Stanford MBA and founder of the website Evite, Josh Silverman. Etsy might have been good at selling crochet tampon holders, but what it wasn't good at is making something that can't be crocheted. Money! They changed the parameters of the model. Not It wasn't anti-business, but it was like, they changed the parameters of the, it was definitely not anti-business. It was about small business and they changed Mm -hmm. the parameters of the model. It was anti-big business, yeah. To be able, and it was, it it wasn't just small business either. It was also like crafting. Yeah. It was the idea of like being a maker and it was changing it so that the parameters of what being like a creator that sells on Etsy are are like very very different and really like jeopardize people who are doing small scale production which was the whole point of why etsy started so but then it just turned into making profit which is what most corporations turn into yes shockingly you once gave me really good advice where i said how can i invest in an ethical corporation and you said donate to charity (laughs) yeah literally i mean wow that was great advice for me i know i didn't donate to charity but i bought like 0.00008 bitcoin and i got (laughs) mad at me because it's bad for the environment How's that point oh 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 eight worth of Bitcoin doing? It's just it's you just know it's let just it ride. Chill. It's definitely let it ride. it's definitely not making like a sufficient amount of money to the moon. <laughs> um, uh, that's a good segue for I keep getting served. TikTok really wants me to become a drop shipper. You need to explain what that is. Drop shipping is basically when you don't even have a product. You just sell the product without physically having it. And like someone like Amazon will drop ship it from a different warehouse. So you're just the person like providing the link and then you get a portion of that. And I could be explaining it totally wrong, but basically I'm on that part of TikTok where it's like, this side hustle will make you $3,000 a month and you only have to spend seven and a half minutes on it. And yes. But like all of those are like also to sell their own like drop shipping products too or like sell a manual on how to do it. And I just, I'm fascinated by it. I will never do it, but also part of me every time is like, ooh, like that sounds like a nice side gig, but like, no. Would never that, do it. <laughs> that, Dina, is the type of content. I think it's funny that it comes – because I feel like I have – sometimes my brain gets mixed up because I've told you before, like, I watch Facebook Reels or whatever it's called. I don't even know yeah. if they call it on Facebook. And it I watch videos. the Instagram one, Instagram Reels. Instagram Reels, yeah. And that's where I let my algorithm be just, like, the most unhinged, like, basic shit in the world. Yes. So that's where I get – and I didn't know it was called dropshipping. That's where I get those, like, side hustle videos where I got oh, one – Oh, that's funny. I got one that was, like, go on Canva and design a <laughs> notebook and then sell the <laughs> sell notebook it. on Amazon and then you'll make $100,000. And I was right. like, should I? <laughs> yeah, no, and every time it's like, get rich quick. I'm like, that sounds great, but also this is not real. But not on my – main i don't get that on my main tiktok page I get it on tiktok that's on my like it's kind of like having a finsta i have yeah, like a, a fit a fit talk thick yeah. talk thick talk yeah well, um right. so i actually think that maybe we should 
do a drop shipping just like for fun that is honestly like the absolute most like soulless form of capitalism is like selling a product (laughs) that you do not physically have yeah (laughs) like that is just really um the means of production just yeah anyway but let's Uh, do it (laughs) let's do it my favorite one was some guy he was selling just fishing hooks Mm. Anyway, okay, moving on. We have a lot of food trends to talk about. We have to go back to one we already talked about which on the last episode, which was mustard and cottage cheese that really took off and became like a whole thing that everyone mm-hmm. was talking about. I still haven't tried it. Have you? No, I keep forgetting. And then I went the other day to Kroger and they were like fully out of cottage cheese. Do you think, Do you think that- it's because it's... It could be because of TikTok. It wasn't fully out, but they were out of all of the good brands. They were out of Good Culture, which is your sponsor me, my favorite yeah. brand. I had to get Breakstones, which is like oh, fine. Oh. Breakstones is just like very average. Didn't you say you like Breakstones? I like um, <laughs> that friend, rude. French. Friendship. Oh, friendship. Yeah, they don't. I don't yeah. think they sell friendship in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, this user. that Tim he did a great video and it was the internet in 2023 and he uses the hearts of palm mustard cottage cheese trend and then he says the internet in 2006 2006 2006 when it's that shoes viral you know the viral shoes video which I totally forgot that that shoes video was a thing in 2006 but that like took over the internet hearts of palm Mustard and cottage cheese. <laughs> These shoes rule. These shoes suck. These shoes rule. These shoes suck. Shoes. I love the shoes video. That shoes video was like it was that like was the internet in two thousand six. Yeah, that was formative. Do you remember going on YouTube and watch? People still do that. I'm saying that, like, people don't do that. People are still very much on YouTube. Right. But I think that, for me at least, TikTok has completely removed any of the times I used to, like, go on BuzzFeed and, like, watch the Try Guys. Yeah. Okay. Wow. This is a perfect segue because at Wishbone Kitchen parodied it and used the audio of the mustard and cottage cheese, but it's her just, like, making this beautiful lobster sandwich. Yes. No, it's not a lobster sandwich. She's what just is like, it? She's just eating, like... Oh, she's eating lobster. Lobster with butter. I did see another one of her videos, though, I'm confusing it with, where she does make, a like, a lobster thing, and mm. she's great. I love her. Yes. And one of our favorite TikTokers who we interviewed at Pamela Worst Vitrini... She has a whole series about Hampton chefs, and one of them is at Wishbone Kitchen. Happy solstice, everyone. It is now the official start of my favorite TikTok holiday, my favorite TikTok television series. I'm a private chef in the Hamptons. It's a reality competition television series that none of these contestants signed up for, and I am the sole judge, and I do not get to consume any of the food. But it's a show where we celebrate the ridiculous excess wealth of the 1%. And all of these thriving individuals who obviously have ADHD, but also excellent interpersonal communication skills. So get your shopping carts. We're going to Cinderella and we're going to make an heirloom tomato pie. This series she created is going completely viral. It's such a good idea. I think it was picked up on like the Wall Street Journal or some some magazine. Uh, It's such a great idea and such a fun way to follow these tiktok chefs and i also didn't know about most of them except for wishbone chicken yeah chicken (laughs) wishbone kitchen kitchen that's difficult that's the only one that i like really knew about Mm -hmm. i and so it was fun to find out about like who else is a private chef in the hamptons in the hamptons oh this is kind of a total total going off the rails here non sequitur but do you know jake cohen the food content creator yeah he's a jewish food content creator he his content has become so thoughty like yes like i like him because he's always making like rainbow challah and like he came out with a jewish cookbook but it's like the thoughtification of jake cohen what's going on but now he got a six-pack and now he's only cooking with his shirt off (laughs) <laughs> which honestly sure 
No, I think that's great. Good for you if you have if you're comfortable like please show your body mm-hmm. as you're cooking but you're right it did kind of feel like a big 180 right yeah i just have noticed that and i was like wait has this been addressed or he's just like i'm a sexy chef now i don't know i haven't seen it addressed but i did have the same thought as you <laughs> i'm glad you brought it up good I, thank you and i guess it wasn't like too unrelated because it is about it food. is about food. But yeah. I think normally if someone starts off as a sexy sexy chef, I find that off-putting. But mm. he has sort of gradually brought us into being sexy. Which is very interesting. It'd be like if Wishbone Kitchen was suddenly like... Because she's really pretty. But yeah, like if she suddenly was like cooking and like showing... Yeah, like in a bikini. Right. And I'd be like, huh. It's a vibe right. shift. Nothing wrong with it, but vibe shift. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that could add some drama Food to the... for thought. So, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> that works on two levels. Yeah. Yay. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. I have to you talk what? about the lemon popcorn. The lemon popcorn, which... Okay. okay, okay. Yes, you, you take this. So, had you seen this? No, I hadn't seen it. And you texted me. I tried the lemon popcorn. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so the lemon popcorn, the trend, the video that I saw, and I think this was like a girl trying it who had seen someone try another person try it. It has 3.3 million likes. So like it went quite viral. The mm. creator um, is Leals. And she is sitting here, you know, she's just like, I think sometimes watching these like skinny people eat food. I'm like... It makes the food look better almost. <laughs> You're like, oh. That's like, your own issue there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so she's sitting wanna, here. Yeah. She, we don't need to unpack that. She's sitting yeah. here and she's like um, zesting a lemon with like the wrong instrument, like being Wait, like, quirky. That was my qu- uh, question. She's that is using- not a zester. What co- what tool is she using? Mm. It looks like I a, think she a said cuticle it. file I think, or no, something. No, I think she said it in the video it's a tomato corer i've so she's never like, seen that utensil she doesn't have tool. a zester and okay. also this is just like a testament to how tiktok makes people buy things because one of the top comments is what is that zester i want it and it's like literally oh, a tomato corer. A like zester. it's not a zester <laughs> and you can make people buy Anyways. literal trash garbage on the internet <laughs> that's why we should drop ship anyway so. oh my god perfect let's try drop ship shipping this tomato, tomato core as oh tomato core is as long as yes exactly. okay. okay great we're gonna no one steal our tomorrow. idea <laughs> <laughs> okay so she's zesting this lemon and she's talking about like how she's gonna make this lemon popcorn ivan said this to me and he was like we have to try this and i'm like fine let's do it so you zest the lemon and you mix it with salt. Fine. You made lemon salt. And then she took a microwave. Already I'm like, wow, this is amateur hour. Because she took a bag oh, of microwave popcorn. I love microwave popcorn. Don't I guess hate it on is, that. Maybe the flavor would have been better with the microwave popcorn. Because that's you already tried it covered in that. Microwave. Like, yeah, because I make my popcorn like an adult. Someone is real bougie with their popcorn. <laughs> what I like a microwave popcorn. Yeah, but it's it's... It's like the lowest common denominator popcorn. It's it's anyway. ratting. It's ratting. And this is poodling. Okay. Or it's supposed to be poodling. And this is like a mixture of rat and poodle. So anyway, it's it's highbrow, lowbrow. So the girl takes her microwave popcorn and she puts the lemon, salt, whatever. But then she squeezes lemon on it. <gasps> this is what gets me. Now tell me why. Because I didn't have this thought. And then when I tried it, I was like, oh, I've, I've gone awry. I've, I've gotten I've made a terrible mistake. Why does okay. it get you? Because I went to an Usher concert in eighth grade <laughs> at Jones Beach and I got popcorn and it started torrential downpouring on the popcorn and just oh, the popcorn. I, well, I, all I cared about was eating the popcorn. So I'm eating the popcorn in the rain. And it's disintegrating and disgusting. Mm -hmm. So I do not want wet popcorn. Thank you. You are correct. And I wish you had been there (laughs) to tell me not to do what I was doing. You don't want wet popcorn. I Okay. So I made the popcorn and it was foul. 
because it was soggy. What? It was soggy, <laughs> disintegrating. Same. Yeah. Slop. And then oh. I was like, this is actually disgusting. And Ivan kept being yeah. like, no, it's good. It's good. I like it. And I was like, do you like disintegrating wet pop? Like, d- yeah. am I making a horrible mistake marrying you? You like oh. sweat popcorn? Anyway. Oh, my God. When I'm at your wedding and someone asks if there's any objections, I'm putting my hand up. <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> Ivan likes wet slimy popcorn the other thing was it was like kind of bland and i added like nutritional yeast and stuff to like make it better and then he was like nutritional yeast on popcorn is really good really but maybe not with the lemon though no it's fine it's just like you know what you should have added is literally (laughs) i was gonna say just like throw it directly in the garbage now dina i ask you did this stop me from eating it of course not. No, did, I ate most When of I it. was at my Usher concert, <laughs> did it stop me from eating it? No, I finished that. But then I was reading the comments because I was like, how in the fuck did this happen? Yeah. And people in the comments were talking about that. And they're like, no, that lemon juice, absolutely not. It's going to make it soggy. Yeah. And then additionally, people were saying that you should use clarified butter, like ghee on popcorn, oh. and that won't make it soggy. And so now, maybe tonight, I'm going to make popcorn. With clarified butter, because I wanna I wanna test this out. That's very fancy. For me, I'll stick to my microwaved popcorn bags and enjoy them. I also without would like lemon to give a plug to our friend Ashley, as always, fan of the pod and also lover of these like flavor shakers. Yeah. Of like, and I had it the first time at her. I actually think that this actually is ratting. She took like. <laughs> One of those bags. I mean, I've seen her make real popcorn and do this before. But I, <laughs> one time I saw her do it. Might have been the first time she did it. Where she took that, like, boom chicka pop. Yeah. And then yeah. she sprinkled the, the ranch flavoring on it. Which is fine. It's fine. It's acceptable. Yeah, Honestly, fine. I think that's classier than taking, like, Orville, like, Ren and Bach. Well, like, whatever the one. The microwave. movie time microwave popcorn. I think it's a little bit classier to do your boom chicka pop. But it's a ranch one. And it's the really powders. Good. Yes, she bought me a bunch of them, and I bought a bunch of them. And then I moved, and I put my stuff in storage, and they solidified. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that turn. This is reminding me, though, of that flavored water trend. It's like you know, you flavor your water, and you have all these syrups and stuff. And it's like this is the same with popcorn. Ashley yeah. has all her flavored salts oh. and her ranch, and like you know, it's it's <gasps> reminiscent of that. She needs to start making. Flavor popcorn. popcorn videos. Popcorn content. Popcorn is the next water. <laughs> and the only thing is, it's not offensive to flavor popcorn. Right. The, what made the flavored water go viral was that it was juice or like sugar water and they were calling it water. They were like, I'm drinking my water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So deranged. Okay. Okay. Our second to last segment is learning on TikTok, and there's a video about North Korean propaganda accounts. The user's at right underscore hand underscore arm underscore man. Part four, we're talking about North Korean propaganda on TikTok, specifically with this account. So questions of the hour. Who is she? What's motivating her to do this? How did she get involved? I think that at underscore arm underscore hand underscore <laughs> it's just right hand right hand arm man okay <laughs> i i'm pretty sure their entire page is this dedicated to yes because i went back and like was watching a lot of sleuthing yeah a lot of, yeah it's like deep dives on north korean propaganda yeah. so i guess do you ever get north korean propaganda itself on your page I haven't gotten so the this user is like calling out one specific person who's mm-hmm. like hired by the North Korean government to go and make these videos. I haven't gotten any of those videos, but I've gotten ones where someone's in North Korea, but like a North Korean filming. This is what it's like in North Korea. And could that be propaganda? Yes, yeah. Definitely. For sure for sure. But it's not yeah. specifically this person. Yeah, I think what's interesting about these videos, and again, I guess we have to be like, especially with something like North Korea, like be very careful with what you see on the internet. On like yeah. also critiquing the propaganda. Yeah. As well, like we don't actually know like who this person is. I mean, maybe they say, maybe right arm man says who they are. I think they say what their qualifications are. I I don't know. It's kind of strange because it's a woman's voice who talks about 
all of it, but it's just like explainer videos about aspects of, and yeah, the entire page is like anti-propaganda. Now I'm like, is this a U.S. government like anti-propaganda account? Wow, yeah. Did I get got? You, right. I mean, I do believe it's propaganda, but also what I'm but but also what I'm watching is propaganda. Like it's like anti-propaganda. Yeah. Two levels. So what can you believe and what can you not believe? I mean, you could believe both things, but also like be critical of them. Yes, like I believe that, and it's really like they're talking about like the songs that are used in the background of the videos. Yeah, and so forth. I just think it's like really fascinating that someone would go to North Korea. And as a tourist, and then, like, be like, I love this, and I want to, like, do propaganda for you. I guess it's, like, anyone who becomes an extremist in any way. Right. And someone who's getting paid to do it. Right. But you also have to, like, look past the human rights violations. Right. (laughs) Well, I'm watching that Netflix show about golf called Full Swing, and there's Mm -hmm. all this whole part about the Live Golf Tournament, which is the Saudi backed golf thing which this was old now i think all the saudis bought the pga which is a whole nother thing but before that like all the golfers who went over from the pga to live were looked down upon rightfully so because it's like do you have any ethics like this is saudi backed you know Mm -hmm. they did it for the money and their whole thing was like i'm gonna do what's right by my family and this is gonna set my family up for because the money was there right well but now the pga is Right. right. So, so besides that, but it, but like someone like this who's going to to North Korea and probably getting paid a lot, her stance would probably be the same as these golfers. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make money and do right by my family and my situation, and not care about the ethics. Maybe, but I also think that there's a level of like believing in the ideology. It's like when anyone right. gets converted to like any extremist group. Right? Yes, yes, for sure. I so agree. it's like if you see it as like an extremist ideology, then it's just like someone who believes in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I think I don't know if it's necessarily like there might not even be a recognition or like critical reflection on like the North Korean government being like an authoritarian state because the person like might fully believe that ideology. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely, I think I agree with that as well. Would you go to North Korea? No. Dennis Rodman was, like, always going to North Korea. Yeah, he was always going, he's, like, friends with, what's... what's Kim Jong-un? Yeah. Do you remember when there was the, the, like, image that got, was going around the internet of, like, North Korea, like, identifying different places in the United States that were, like, targets, and one was Austin? Yeah, I don't remember that. It was funny. There was, like, a lot of content that, like, a lot of memes that came out of that moment. And everyone was like, why Austin? (laughs) Yeah, out of all the places in the United States. Like, okay, I guess. Keep Austin weird. (laughs) I would go to the DMZ, like, the demilitarized zone. I don't know. There's so many other places I would go to first. No, but, like, (laughs) if I were in, let's say I was in South Korea and, like, doing something, like, for, like, my job. Which yeah. I don't know why I would be in South Korea. Like I'm at a conference and there's like yeah. an excursion to the DMZ. <laughs> <laughs> you would sign up for the excursion. Yeah, but I wouldn't be right. like, oh, I'm gonna go on vacation and part of my vacation is to go to the DMZ. <laughs> Sounds relaxing. Said no one ever. Everyone's in Europe for the summer. Catalina's at the DMZ. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me at the DMZ. Is yeah. that rat girl summer or poodling? Mm, I think that's in a whole category of itself. Mm, mm, that's its own. That's its own. That's elephanting summer. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. To end the podcast, we have two miscellaneous topics to discuss. And the first is that white party in the Hamptons that Michael Rubin sponsored. Catalina, what are your thoughts? I mean, we don't need to unpack the white party. But yeah. what I want to talk about is this video that I saw, which was pretty much the most interesting thing to come out of the white party, was... Because he, like, circulated a video of his event, which mm-hmm. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Who Weekly, yes. just this week, or maybe it was last week, I don't remember when they, whatever. Tonight I was listening to it about whatever episode where they're talking about Michael Rubin, and they were like, the video has, like, it has very much, like, bat mitzvah vibes <laughs> of, like, like, all the pictures of the people at the party, but then it's yeah. all, like, these, like, crazy famous celebrities. 
And Michael Rubin is just, like, the short dude with all the celebrities. But, like, he's, like, a bajillionaire. I saw this video by Chad.Alexander, and it was this guy going through all of the watches at the white party that men were wearing. Mostly men. I can't know. I can't remember if it was any women. And their cost. These are the watches worn at Michael Rubin's white party. Almost any big name celebrity you can think of was at this party. Like Tom Brady, who wore this white dial Patek Philippe Nautilus that if you wanted to buy will cost you around $100,000. Kevin Hart wore this yellow gold Audemars Piguet Royal Oak Perpetual Calendar. Here's one for sale, priced at 118 grand. James Harden wore his Richard Mille RM030. That'll set you back $190,000. I just, I don't know anything about watches. I'm wearing a first generation Apple watch that someone gave me (laughs) (laughs) and it dies when I like use it pretty much within 30 minutes and I have to charge it all the time so like yeah I'm not like very like um well versed in the watch world but damn these people have like a million dollars on their wrist yeah a million dollars yeah the watch it's like having like a expensive car but you're wearing it at all times that is absolutely batshit to me to Like, I don't even, honestly, I don't even care about that video. I just care about the idea that you would have a million dollar watch on your wrist. They're all insured, by the way. So if they got lost, they'd get the money back. True. I guess jewelry is one of these things that, like, you can really rack up a bill in, in precious gems. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look at all the engagement rings that celebrities have that, you know, women wear that are over a million dollars on their finger. It's something we won't know because we don't poodle that hard. I, I don't poodle like that. And I don't yeah. want to poodle like that. That's like turbo poodling. <laughs> but I guess if we did whatever those like submersible videos explainers of like why you would spend that much money, how like a submersible trip was the equivalent of like two iced coffees for a billionaire. Right. So a $250,000 watch is like two iced coffees for a exactly. billionaire. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's relative to the amount of their wealth exactly but do you have any fancy watches dina i do my family is my dad's a big i I know i know your dad's a big watch guy because one time he was flailing and he hit me in the face with his rolex yes and i got a black nose oh my god yeah that (laughs) was he bruised my nose with his rolex but you walked into his hand i did not walk into his hand we were sitting next to each other i think i can't remember but it wasn't on purpose he didn't purposely smack me in the face with his rolex Rolex. (laughs) (laughs) but it really i mean if you ever want to hit someone in the nose with a watch do it with a rolex man do you have a rolex Tina? I do. I got one for a graduation. Yeah. It's, my, it's my mom's old Rolex. Which graduation? A college. Yeah. Wow. What's the idea? That you'll wear it or that you'll, like, have it as, like, property? Oh, it's like a, it's like a you know, something that doesn't really depreciate. Mm. So it's worth money and it's sentimental because it's my mom's and I'll have it forever. Have you ever worn it? Of course. I used to, before I got my Apple Watch and before I started running, I wore it every day. I never took it off. And now I just wear my Apple Watch. Anyway, our last video is about, and this is related to when we were watching video, we're talking about people who flew to Turkey to get hair transplants. Yeah. This creator named Brind, at Brinda Elise flies to Turkey to get her hair done. It is that time of the year again when I travel to Turkey to get my hair done instead of just going to a salon down the street like any sane person would do. And this should be no surprise to anyone who's watched me get my dental work done in Thailand or my tattoos in Colombia, but I'm obsessed with beauty tourism. You're about to see a pretty startling transformation. In the span of a few hours, I shapeshift from passable looking to slimy little rat to absolutely unrecognizable superstar slash hair model, so buckle up. I found it so fascinating and she does like a pretty intense head of hair. She gets like really complicated extensions and they're all color whatever and I think she pays something like $500 and then she like depending on her flight I think the whole trip costs her. She gets a trip to Turkey for like a week. She gets her extensions done and then she goes back to the United States like having had a vacation and her extensions done and it's like cheaper like a fraction of the cost that it would have cost in the united states now in terms of emissions (laughs) 
environmental impact on like flying to Turkey when we want to get our hair done. Uh, that's another, it's not, it's not exactly um, good for the environment to be doing beauty tourism, but I kind of understand after going to Argentina and like getting my eyelashes done for the equivalent of $8. Wow. Yeah, like, that's amazing. I mean, I would not fly to a country <laughs> with the express. Yeah, but you also a trip. Well, also, it's like the type of hair procedure that is super, super, super expensive, yeah. such that it would make it worth it. Like $200 for your eyelashes in the United States does not warrant getting a, a flight to right. Argentina to pay $8. <laughs> but like the hair plugs does it. The hair this plugs is like on sure. a smaller scale than the hair plugs. Yeah. But still, like, worth it. So basically, so people really are getting, they're getting their hair done in, in Turkey. Turkey. Oh, and she also said that, like, she had realized that everything, the way she, like, landed on Turkey was that she realized that everything that she was liking online of, like, hairstyles and stuff was, was yeah, from Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. Which is so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever Fascinating. do that for something? I don't care enough about beauty to do that. There's nothing that would be worth it to me, like any procedure or something that, like, I get my hair cut and trimmed. That, like, there's nothing I do that's super expensive that would ever be worth it. Well, because I just, it's not like what I care about. After you use the old filter, we might be planning a trip. <laughs> that's rude. You don't know what I look like with the old filter yet. I, but it's can gonna be bad. It. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be real bad. <laughs> All right. Well. well Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank Please you. remember to rate, review, and subscribe. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.